Hello and welcome to We Made You a Song, a podcast about a unique song-making process in these unique times. I'm your host, Trent Wagler of The Steel Wheels in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. This podcast is a collaboration between The Steel Wheels and producing partner WMRA. If you're new to the podcast, we, The Steel Wheels, are releasing a new album of songs that were commissioned by fans during the COVID-19 shutdown. We took up various stories and we wrote, arranged, and recorded all the music in isolation from one another to create a new album with some new limitations. This podcast goes deeper into each one of those songs and the story and the humans behind it. Our presenting sponsor is Old Hill Cider, located at Showalter's Orchard in Timberville, Virginia. Old Hill was started by a real Shenandoah Valley farming family. This is no fad cider house. They know the apples. They grew up with the trees. They understand the traditions of hard cider, and they know when to bend and even break the rules to part ways with that tradition. They've got a number of flagship ciders, ranging from a dry to something a little sweeter, And they're always keeping it creative. They've got small batch ciders that are coming out all the time. So keep in touch with them on social media, or you can check out Old Hill at showaltersorchard.com, or just go pay them a visit in Timberville, Virginia. Take the day. Slow down for a bit. Pick an apple. Get a few bottles or now cans of their cider. Old Hill Cider. There's something for everyone. This week on the podcast, we have a story of just an amazing woman. And it is a retirement party surprise song that we were tasked with writing. So let's get right to it. This one is called The Healer. So we got the email on this song from a good friend of the band named Nina Thayer. We first met Nina years ago on tour uh, when we played her hometown of Great Barrington, Massachusetts, and she gave us a place to stay for the night. Here's Nina. Kind of a funny moment because when I walked into the gypsy joint and Jordan said, the band's here and they don't have any place to stay. Can they stay at your house? I went, um... Uh, yeah. And he said, well, go tell them they're over at that table. (laughs) And I just thought, what am I supposed to do? I've got Stephen and Jenny and Peter, you know, we're, we're a little parade. We're walking in. So I just walk up and I said, hi guys, I'm Nina and you're coming home with me tonight after the show. And they all, that's all I said, because I, I was nervous. I don't like, you know, and they all just looked up and said, cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no other words i went and found my table and thought oh my god what am i gonna do <laughs> nina is one of the best humans out there period uh she has been a longtime friend of the band um she is generous and hilarious and fascinating and always ready to learn has great stories uh good coffee she's just she's a great great person So Nina emailed us and asked us for a song for her youngest sister, Mita, who lives out in Seattle and was retiring from 38 years as a physical therapist. 
So they're planning a big retirement party, but then it's 2020 and there's a shutdown, so it's all going to be different. And uh, they wanted us to provide a special song for the occasion. So it's a retirement song, which is interesting. Um, I don't think I've ever tried to write a retirement song, and um, it's a bit tricky, you know. (laughs) What rhymes with retirement? (laughs) It's not... It's just not an easy topic because you're not quite sure whether you want to go back and talk about all the things that were accomplished in the in this body of work um, because in a way, it is about the past. It's about a job well done, but it, you don't want it to feel like a memorial. You know, it's, it's a retirement. So if anything, it's about a fresh start. It's about moving forward. Um, so I was a bit stuck. But then we received an email from Mita's daughter, Anna, and she gave me exactly what I needed, uh, the inspiration I needed to get started on this song. Here's Anna. My relationship with her as a physical therapist, like this was about her retirement, so it was about her professional life, Um, but that's so tied into her mothering because, you know, she was a mom who was like, let me see you walk down with those shoes. Like she can't help doing like gait analysis. She's just like, okay, I can see you're pronating <laughs> on your left side. <laughs> that was just part of growing up. And um, there was a deep connection between this professional world where she's out in this clinic with this like formal name badge. So I always thought, I don't really know what it's like to go into a room and have this person be your medical provider, <laughs> but I can almost picture it <laughs> because it's all about, uh, it's all about warmth and healing and really listening to people. Uh, and I always felt like it must be so great to have my mom as your, <laughs> your physical therapist. That was the key. Mita wasn't a physical therapist at her core. That's a job. And it may have been the perfect job for her to hone her skills of listening and responding to help people heal their bodies. And that was, the, that was the part in the email that Anna wrote where she said, my mom was a natural healer. And that was, you know, that's, the, that's like distilling down the heart of the person that became a phenomenal professional in the physical therapy field for 38 years. But the song is about that heart, not about the job. You know, great physical therapist doesn't really have a great ring to it as a song title. <laughs> But The Healer was going to be the title for this song. And I don't think we ever say The Healer in the lyrics anywhere, but it sort of sits there over the song as the title to guide the listener, hopefully. Much of the rest of the song details were inspired by Ross, Mita's husband. But how it felt when I got the request was, uh, to be honest with you, oh, God. (laughs) This seems... This seems really hard. How even to even to write something short enough to follow through thirty years, um, that seemed difficult. So I thought, how in the world would they write a song? But it was really hard. And then when I started in on it, um, it was kind of fun. Uh, you know, Mita Mita has a, a she has a lot of really special qualities, and um, I was trying to think of how they all fit together regarding her work. And, um, you know, they, they fit together pretty well. He sent me a description of 
how Mita lit up the room the first time he met her. He talked about her determination and her passion for education when she was studying in Northern California. And she, he, he also threw in these little spices of detail, uh, like that she used to run Strawberry Canyon. Um, and it's always nice to have this specificity to pack into the song. And some details just sound more poetic than others. Strawberry Canyon sounds lovely. It needs to be in the song. Um, and then other times, I don't necessarily want the song to sound like a list of facts. So I needed to search for something more artistic or, or more colorful somehow. Uh, for example, most of Mita's career was spent in Seattle. And, you know, I, I was trying to piece together this whole story. And so when I refer to Seattle, I just didn't want to name check Seattle. So I looked up nicknames for the city, and it felt better to use Emerald City than Seattle because I liked the way it fit into the world of the song and the way it sounded. You have a simple superpower. You listen deeply, listen true. And how it grew up like a tower. It is the legacy of you. As we always do in We Made You a Song, I'm now joined by my bandmates, The Steel Wheels, Jay, Brian, Eric, Kevin. Thanks for sitting down and talking about The Healer. Getting this song and listening to it for the first time really made me think about some of the um, the older Steel Wheels songwriting. And in a, and in a beautiful way, it was, it, was, it was nice to hear that and be like, oh, this feels a little bit of some of the... Um, some of the older material we used to do very um, more of a string band feel with, um, with wonderful percussion in there, and uh, so that was a lot of fun. I think the the old time banjo and the fiddle just love each other, like the the clawhammer style banjo, and uh, so to to grab those melodies from the banjo and to, pl- to put them on the fiddle and f- see how they play together is just really fun. And so I, that was my starting place for playing this was playing that that melody that I heard from the banjo, but then taking the opportunity to, to grow it from that. And I love how there's some there's a couple lines where the vocals really leave some space and trail off. And so I, t- I kind of took that moment to like build, that, build, build some energy up in the fiddle part and then really just kind of burst into the next part of the song. I love playing this song and really always love the playing when I get a chance to, to do some fiddly stuff like that. Yeah, and I uh, I really just kind of responded to a lot of the energy and um, some of the, you know, really great lyrics. And and um, it's funny, I ended up kind of playing like a, a Turkish groove to start the concept of creating a rhythm for the song. And I had it on all of these various different like hand percussion things and but uh, I ended up going with a drum set and um, using uh, those same kind of uh, rhythms and uh, like the very kind of energetic, almost um, belly dancing grooves that I was playing uh, previously and translated it to, uh, to hand drums, on, uh, but playing with my hands on the drum set. 
such a light and boisterous uh, song. I really just kind of wanted to, you know, join the party. <laughs> Listening through for the first couple times, you pick out certain lines and then really key in on that as sort of your cues. I remember the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, simple superpower. That's just got this like, it tells you so much because it's, you know, you can tell it's genuine. It's, it's, you know, it's down to earth, but it's also like there's some great power in, in what this person was able to accomplish. And so I think that, I think that came through in the song. There was one lyric or one harmony that I sang that just, drove me nuts and i think i sent it over to you as like one little one little bit did you ever get that kevin yeah, the burning of the oil burning all the oil yeah and i had originally sang and i think that i sang you were burning all the oil you were burning all the oil <laughs> so i'm looking forward to hearing that fixed uh, that'll that'll help me to just love this song even more you were burning the oil. <laughs> I will say that's one of the things that I am, I, w I will totally own. I have the lucky, while we've talked about the process and how I don't have the lucky part of like having you guys to play along with in my first laying down the tracks, I'm playing to a click track, but I do have the freedom to do whatever I want. And if it turns out that I liked it, I get to keep it because I'm not playing along with anybody else. So there have been plenty of songs where I'm sort of like, oh, I guess I will. It feels like I should add another another measure there, and I did. And so then that's the thing you have to play along with. Or in the lyrics, I may have written burning all the oil, but when I sang it, I just sang burning the oil, and it made more sense, and I never changed it in the lyrics. So I definitely will send you guys lyrics that are – a little out of date or don't exactly represent what I sang. And then you're trying to sing harmonies and you're reading the page that I sent you and you're like, all oh, the oil. And you're, <laughs> you're like, Rah! cause I think that's probably what happened in that case. And there's plenty of, there was at least one song I know where Eric sent back, like, I think these are actually the lyrics you sang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I typed it out and sent it back. Nope. You're wrong. <laughs> and, and even just aside from the lyrics, like the timing, like, you really don't. You really don't like to sing on the beat, and so like you, 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 just how far off the beat like can can be a challenge to line up those harmonies just exactly. And I, it's probably not exact. Don't listen too close to it, to the harmony parts and whether they line up. You were burning the oil. Yeah, what was it like? Uh, so this was going to be a surprise, right? The song was going to be a surprise. Uh, and it was. She was listening and she was thinking, well, this is kind of cool. I mean, it's a new song by the Steel Wheels. Yeah, this is kind of nice. And then suddenly Strawberry Canyon came out and she went, oh my God. Because <laughs> we didn't tell her what it was. We just said, turn it on. The look on her face when she saw it was about her was special. <laughs> oh, it was unbelievable. We also had a Zoom meeting with all the sisters and <laughs> my sister Leah, who lives in another city nearby. So we were trying to make sure everyone could call in at the right time, that we had the laptop set up in the yard, that the Wi-Fi reached out there, that we had it plugged into the, you know, 
the place where you usually plug in like lights for the yard. We were just trying to make sure she was like, oh yeah, Zoom, right, the sisters, okay, this is great. Like did not quite understand what was gonna happen and why we were so stressed about the Zoom call <laughs> because we also had to make sure we could play the music and then people could hear it and we had multiple screens going. So it was like a little more, um, a little more to the party than she quite realized because <laughs> she was just glad to have a laptop full of sisters. There are five sisters uh, and my mom is the youngest. She's the baby. <laughs> and Anna, Anna had to kind of control the anxiety. Like one of the sisters couldn't get connected and she's like, hold up, hold up. And then she goes away and she says, everything's going to be fine. Just calm down. We'll make it work, you know? And she is the niece that could say, hold up, calm down. And, and it worked. She did. And there was just clear. that one moment where some glitch had happened and we weren't going to be able to watch Mita. We were just going to be able to hear the song. And in my calm, uncontrolling way, I said, no, no, we have to be able to watch Mia. <laughs> and Anna said, gotcha, okay. <laughs> we worked it out. There was arguments between the sisters. I was like, no, no, I also need to hear the song. I want to see the video of the song because it's so cool. And I want to see that, but I also want to see Mita. We worked it out. Yeah, I think there was a multiple screen situation. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't love to be the center of attention either <laughs> even this call is probably a little tough for her but it was good to do that to her you know all full of love um and in exactly the way that she would want to i want to hear from you mita um i want you to tell me like what was if you can walk through the the experience i mean they talked about what it looked like reflected on your face um when you listened to the song but what was it like for you to have this day this party and the song kind of, uh, the light turn on that it was a song about you and about your your life. What's that like? Well, uh, you know, just filled with emotion. Overwhelming is a little bit strong, but um, uh, like Anna said, I don't like to be the center of attention. So I'm like, let me, let me experience this without an audience, please. You know, um, not possible. I mean, to be uh, connected to my sister. So, in non-COVID times, they wouldn't have all flown out. So to have them all assembled and, and in the same time present was amazing. And before I heard the song, they each gave me a gift. You know, they each had a time to say, this is what I have seen. This is what I want you to hear from me today. And, um, and so I was, you know, all filled up. And then, but there's one more thing, you know, and, um, you know, it, I just couldn't imagine it to be a personal song. And uh, it, it, I mean, you know, who has a song written about them? Like just a regular person? You do. <laughs> I think the reason she didn't know it was about her was partially because it would not have been unusual like she adores the steel wheels, so it would not have been weird for us to say, and the to cap off your retirement, it's just a fun new song from the steel wheels. Here's a video. Like I don't think that would have been weird. She was probably like, Yeah, this is a this is great. I'm so happy. I can't believe they're recording right now. It must be so tough. But then it was like, Oh my gosh, this is personally about me. Yeah. I'm really glad you got the union in there. I, I don't talk about the union work when I talk about my career because my career is about, you know, what I did in the office. But uh, being a part of a union was very important. And, you know, that's what Anna's doing now. And Ross, you know, was completely active in his union as a nurse. So having that folded into the story was 
was I'm so glad you picked up on that because it was big. I it was so big. glad that was in there too. I I was very glad. But like that's who songs should be about. That I really appreciate you saying that earlier because that is uh that is who I want to hear about is like the complexities of a whole life of a person because there's so many people walking around uh just living their incredibly complicated lives um just doing their best all the time and uh I want more songs about that I think it's perfectly <laughs> appropriate especially about my mom but <laughs> this idea of celebrating all the people around us is uh it's really wonderful all right let's listen to the final version of the song the healer
hard to truly describe uh, a certain energy in a person that when you meet them, the way their lo- their eyes light up and the way they listen and the way they respond, um, certain people just electrify a room. And I will say that there are these five sisters out there, Nina and Mita are two of them, and they all do seem to have this this light in their eyes. I wish we could bottle it up and we could figure out a way that we could share it with the world and everyone could somehow get a little piece of this. But I want to thank Mita. I want to thank Nina. I want to thank Anna and Ross for taking the time to chat about this song-making process today. As always, I want to thank my bandmates in the Steel Wheels and a special thanks to Matt Bingay from WMRA for editing the podcast. You can find out more about the Steel Wheels album that is entitled Everyone a Song, Volume 1, and is to be released on November 20th, 2020. That's 11-20-2020. All of that information is at thesteelwheels.com, as well as other merch, information about our subscription service, and all other artistic endeavors. Check it out at thesteelwheels.com. One more thing before we go. You know, The Healer was a song about an amazing woman who had done a lifetime of amazing work. And I just want to offer my tribute and thank you to the work and life of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I know that by the time this hits your ears, her name may be far out of the newsfeed. And unfortunately, so quickly after her passing, the conversation about filling her Supreme Court seat became the news. But um, but before all of that, there was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And of course, I don't have a lot to offer to the conversation that's not already been said somewhere before. But I can only say that a little over a year ago, my family watched the RBG documentary And it just blew me away. I cried uh, to see someone in such a position of power, uh, a justice on the Supreme Court, working so tirelessly and so passionately to try to be there for us, for for you and for me, and uh, fighting for equality her entire career. The things she had to overcome to get to where she was it's just such a a heartwarming story and i think at this time it's so easy to have so much cynicism um rbg was a warrior for law and order and she will be missed dearly 
you haven't seen the documentary RBG, I can't recommend it highly enough. Watch it with your kids or at least tell them uh, about this woman. Make sure she is remembered. And of course, as this episode is being released, we're a week away from the 2020 election. So don't forget to make a plan to get out there and vote. Until next time, whether you're hard at work making your own recipe of beard oil from the sap of your backyard spruce tree, or creating your own language with your partner to be able to communicate around the others in your bubble in linguistic privacy, one day, soon, we'll sit down around a campfire and we'll tell all about it. In the meantime, we made you a song.